and welcome to SEO SAS. You are joined with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at LikeMind Media. And with me, I have the ever-lovely Hannah Wellings, who is the SEO manager at Soak.com. We'd like you to think of us as the GI Janes of the SEO world, as each week we will pick a topic and get you answers, discuss, and sometimes we might not even agree. I mean, touch wood, we have so far, but... It might happen. There's been the odd debate. There has been the odd debate. So yes. This show is brought to you by the team at LightMind Media. LightMind Media helps clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, video, content, or even podcasts just like this one. We're using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like you. Hannah, how are we doing today? Yeah, really good, thank you. Yeah. So I know when we were planning this podcast, you didn't want the forfeit to be doing anything with the arms yes but you're a bit again. mysterious and didn't tell me why well tomorrow i'm going ice climbing oh yeah so kind of cool and i, I think Very i'm gonna cool. need the arms yes um, so yeah that's kind of why unless you can i'm guessing you're going with dom yeah yeah unless you can get him to push you up and, <laughs> yeah. and stuff like, maybe even like a piggyback or something yeah i'll just cling on up the ice yeah so what do you have ice picks yeah so ice axes and crampons Oh, that sounds fun. things on your feet, yeah. Mm, so I know, it just, we have actually got these things as well. Yeah. It's just we haven't really practised with them, so we figured that'd be a really good place to start, you know, rather than the Alps or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that sounds... I can't wait to hear <laughs> next week. Yeah, well, hopefully I don't break anything, because then two weeks right. after that is Touch the actual wood. wedding. Touch wood. Yeah. Touch wood right now. Wood. Wood. <laughs> uh, I will say one thing on that because you did bring it up. So obviously we had our bridesmaids day. Yes. Which was splendid. It was so girly. It was so good. It and was. it's tiring it being mad. girly. I know. I was so tired. It was great. You don't get me wrong. Yeah. But by the end of it, I was like, I can't do anything now. I, I can't. I don't even know why it was so tiring. Yeah. It was like six hours of makeup, hair. Pink fizz. Pink, yeah, pink fizz was good though. The J2O pink fizz and yeah. some Prosecco got introduced. Uh, we <laughs> Put some bows on sheep. <laughs> yeah, more to do with, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the tiring bit. <laughs> that was, oh, I think I did more of them. That's why you're not so tired. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> uh, but yes, so I'm trying to do a you and trying to link our conversation to what we're talking about. <laughs> it's like literally gone from bows on but sheep. I don't know how to link bows on sheep to this week. We're talking about SEO mistakes. <laughs> oh, well, it was a mistake to talk about bows on sheep. Or it's a mistake. Or it was a mistake to think we were so girly that we could handle a full day of it. Yeah, do you know what? That is true. There we go. I, I can't do another girly day. That, if that's, you want to get married, the link. then we need to like I don't know. I need to prep in advance and like introduce girliness in stages. Don't worry. I have a stereotypical lesbian wedding. Okay. Dungarees. Dungarees. <laughs> Barn dance. I don't even know why that's a stereotypical lesbian wedding. Okay, well, I don't I'm remember if I should cut that, that anyway. bit out of no, the, no, you know. Uh, anyway, so SEO mistakes. Yes, we like <clears> those. This is stuff that you've done to your website mm-hmm. in an effort to improve your SEO and your ranking. Yeah. Um, but you've got something a little bit wrong along the way. Yeah. And it happens to all of us, even the SEO experts out there. Um, it's really easy to make little errors or you forget to do something sort of thing so first things first content 
is always going to be important. Good place to start. And it's a good place to start. And I think I I was doing my research and I was reading like SEO trends for 2019 and they were saying long relevant content is where it's at. Like your long form content that's giving value. Yeah. That's always going to be your bread and butter because ultimately people go on to Google to find solutions to their problems they've got a question they go on there and they want an answer so if you can provide that answer in some awesome content mm-hmm. you're winning job done so first things first beginning with content we're going to discuss the home page now hannah's very very eager to get an analogy out aren't you yeah she's at the edge of her seat right now <laughs> so i'll sit back and have a sip of wine because okay. it, it is another friday night <laughs> So it's not take, always on the wine. <laughs> so only at the weekend. <laughs> take it away. Okay, so homepage, obviously, you think is kind of important anyway. But what actually goes on that homepage is really important, and I'll let Sarah cover that. But what I want to talk about is linking from your homepage and why that's important. So say you've got a beautiful homepage, you've got a nice big image on there, and you've got read more or find out more or something like that. It's completely useless and pointless, don't do it. Because you're not utilising your links properly. Mm. So, for example, on an e-commerce site, you might have several different areas um, and you might have different products that actually are going to push. You've researched what people are looking for at that time of year and you think, great, we've got loads of these things. We're going to sell every single red chair we've got. <laughs> going back to red chairs. Um, you love a red chair. I know, we have to talk about red chairs. So why would you put red chairs on the homepage? And you might think, okay, well, what's really important for the linking of this red chair is to have it on, on its own little category page, to have a link to your blog, all of that kind of thing, to link to a nice infographic about red chairs. But if you don't put it on your homepage, a link to that to sort of say, hey, read our infographic about red mm. chairs, or special offer on red chairs, or we've got the best red chairs, anything. Then... Someone buy Hannah a red chair. <laughs> yeah. Then then you're, you're kind of doing yourself a misservice and you yeah. just... It's literally like having a megaphone and not turning it on. Yes. That link is the amplification that you need to say to Google, hey, we've got the best red chairs. This is really important. Red chairs right now are it. Mm. So the way that I I sort of analyse um, a homepage, I think of it as like a tree. So you've This got... is the analogy you're waiting for, <laughs> So your homepage is the bottom of your tree. All of your roots are on your homepage. That's where it's strongest. From your homepage, you've got lots of branches. And obviously, you've got some really thick branches, which maybe go off to your category pages or your service pages. And then you've got some smaller twigs, which are kind of your blogs or a little piece of information content, things like that. But going linking to any of those things directly from the base of your tree is where it's going to be strongest. And your yes. authority that's passing through these branches and twigs is very, very strong at the roots. So link from the homepage. There we go. And I'm thinking we need to make a tree analogy infographic happen of what you've just described. Yeah, yeah, we can do that, yeah. I mean, let me make a note. Stay, stay tuned because <laughs> that is a good idea because that is a really, a really nice way of visualising how important your homepage is. And Because we are visual learners, aren't we? Yeah. And that analogy of the tree and your homepage being the root and the strongest and 
like you say, the branches are your other sub-pages. You need the most, yeah, your homepage is what hot is the foundation, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So without a trunk, you don't have a tree. <laughs> there you go. I've just added to your analogy. I appreciate that. So I think you've pretty much covered homepage. And uh, all I'd say is because it's the most important, don't waste, don't waste it. Yeah. So there's so many times where I go on to a homepage and there's not enough content on there to explain what this website's about or what they do. They've just got lots of nice, pretty images. Once, when I was working in an agency, we had um, a client come in, well, a potential client, who said, we've just redesigned the website, it's amazing. And the homepage was literally graphic after graphic after graphic after graphic. And then if you put that into, if you were to say crawlers Google, yeah. or to inspect that URL, Google or fetch, it fetch can see Google. nothing. Literally, yeah. it can see nothing. So your homepage, your most valuable real estate, your roots of your tree, is bringing Google nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, obviously, from a user experience point of view, that would have been amazing, but you've still got to think of Google. And I think we've brought this point up before. Say, example, you're selling a red skate bag. I'm saying a red skate bag because I'm looking at a And skate. we always have to go with red, yeah. Yeah, we always have to go with red. But say, for example, you've got a red skate bag. You've got a picture of it, but you don't say it anywhere in the text. Yeah. So you, or even on alt text. Or on an alt text. Yeah. So you've basically, because you think, oh, the picture, people can see that it's a red skate bag. I don't need to say it. You do, because Google, Google, as, as intelligent as Google is, it can't look at a picture and know that it's yeah. what Yeah, and it's not going to do that stuff. hard work for you. Do yeah. it yourself. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> don't be so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that goes for your H1s, for your page titles, all of that kind of stuff. If you've not got them on your homepage... Well, yes. Um, yes, because that's what we're going to talk about next. So... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so um, H1s and H2s. If you're not optimising and using these, it's just a wasted opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I always think, say, school days and you've written an essay, your H1 is your main title and your H2s, H3s are your like subtitles that yep. go down your page. When Google comes onto a page and calls it and tries to understand, if you've got keywords and relevant terms in your H1s and H2s, so your subheadings, that's an indication to Google that that's what the page is about. And there's so many times where people will waste H1s oh, and man. H2s by not saying anything. Yeah, or putting something like, what's next? Or, yeah, what's next? Or, uh, give me more. Do you want another or, analogy? Yes. Okay, so the way that I honestly view H1s and H2s on pages. So I think of, like, Google as a little spider, so this cute little furry spider, and what it's doing is it comes on the page and it's really hungry. And it's a bit like how I am with Starburst, and I like the red ones and the purple ones, so I'll eat those first. And it's like, oh, nom, 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 nom. and it goes up and it eats the H1 first because that's its red one, that's its yeah. favourite. And then it goes to its H2s because they're the purple yeah. ones. And it's like, yeah, I've got all this juicy stuff. It's amazing. It tastes great. Great content. And then after that, if it's still hungry, it'll read some of the body copy. Which is the, your lime ones, your green ones and yellow ones. Yeah. Because no one likes them, do they? <laughs> Let, let's, be, let's be frank. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so just don't waste them. Don't waste your H1s and H2s. Use some keywords in there. And, and also, because there's been other times where... People will put subheadings by just bolding it rather than putting an actual head yeah. header tag. Bolding it is fine, but if you put in a H1 or H2, you're re-emphasising how important... Yeah, it's actual code. It's actual, yeah. 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 Other thing with content, so obviously images are great to use. So whenever you're writing text or content or a blog, always use images to like 
break it up mm-hmm. so people aren't faced with a load of text because no one wants to read a load of text. But if these are large images, that will be slowing down how long the page loads. Similarly, I don't say it as nice as you, Hannah. I think I just <laughs> failed. Uh, JavaScript will do the same. So say on a page you've got a bit of JavaScript because you want something to fly in. Yeah, we'll GIF or, or something. Uh, a GIF. Carousel. Or a carousel. You got carousel. I, did, I yeah. was waving my finger around in a circle <laughs> and Hannah knew I meant carousel. It's the same sort of thing. That will obviously slow down. And there's things that you can do. I think it's called defer JavaScript. So you can put a bit of code or there are WordPress plugins if you've got a WordPress site, but it basically tells Google to load the page without JavaScript first. So then Google can read all the HTML and ah, the text. Have a good and, feed on its purple and red. Yeah, on the purple and red. And <laughs> exactly. And then after Google's done that, it will then load the JavaScript and stuff because it can't read JavaScript. Cool. So just things to bear in mind. And with images, just always compress. Again, with WordPress, you can, there's a plugin. There's loads of plugins that will automatically, so when you upload a picture, if you've got this plugin, it will compress it. Yeah, and you can always, if you're not sure whether your images are too big or too small, you can just use Screaming Frog and Crawl. Exactly. And then just check. And it's not just size-wise, is it? It's viewpoint as well. So there's so many times where someone's picture, original picture is 1,000 by 800, but the viewpoint is 600 by 400. So then Google, uh, not Google, your website has to use CSS to like make it the right size. So obviously that will slow down, which will harm harm your SEO efforts. You've got duplication. So issues here, duplicate content. So you have duplicate content for many different reasons. So say, for example, you're an e-commerce site and you've got similar products. So you say you've got a, a dress and little variations. So it's the same sort of style, but a different print yep. or a different color, or it's the same print, but different sort of styles, yep. basically. Obviously, you'll have different pages, maybe, to describe them, but you're not really changing the content that much because, yeah, you're just sort of using the same, but changing yeah. like the little bits and bobs about it. You could also location. Say, for example, you've got a page, Red Dresses Leicester, Red Dresses Nottingham, yeah. Red Dresses Derby. Of course, then you'd have duplicate content issues because you probably have the same content just changing. Yeah, it only really worked for that geo- geolocation. Yeah, rather exactly. Than, yeah. So there's lots of times where you have duplicate duplicate issues so yeah just have a and there's tools out there which will be able to identify duplicate Uh, if you google duplication tools (laughs) it'll help you i'm sure and then last point of content is going after the wrong keyword so obviously when you're writing content you want to be optimizing it for keywords that people are going after please do your research first so you might think you're going after a relevant keyword but it turns out that the intent's wrong yeah yeah so Yeah, Um, so you might be ranking really highly for a keyword, but then in Google Analytics, you've got a really high bounce rate. And that's because obviously you're ranking well because you're optimizing, you're doing all the right stuff. But when Google, uh, when, sorry, not Google, when users come on, they're just bouncing off because the content's not right. So then the user intents that the keyword isn't right. So it's not what they're looking for. It's not what they're looking for. So they might be looking, yeah, always do your research. So if you think in, when you're doing your keyword research of what to go after, go incognito. So I use Chrome, for example. You can open an incognito tab, and that basically means Google won't take any of your previous browsing history. 
and type in the keyword that you're going for and look what pages are ranking and if they're pages that are what you're going yeah after then that makes sense to do yeah yeah but if it's search as well if it's a product yes 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 definitely so yeah so that's content i think covered yeah cool i'll let you carry on actually one more um that i've just thought of is um, meta descriptions and page titles or meta titles, whatever you want to call them. So basically the information that you put onto your, on your, onto your site so that when somebody searches in Google, it comes up with a title and then a description. Mm-hmm. So if, if you've done those badly or not done them at all, that's a big mistake because that's what's going to affect whether people click onto yeah, the site Yeah, so you click not. through rate. Yeah. So a good way of testing a good meta description is to run a PPC campaign. So have an ad run in and different ad sets and then test some different meta descriptions because yeah. that's how a PPC ad works. And then after you run run it for six months, See which three months, click-through rate. whatever gets your highest click-through rate, you that's then your meta description for your page. Awesome. Only if you've got the budget, obviously. Yeah, um, if not, just try it organically. But try, yeah, it try it organically and, and see what changes you're doing. Uh, A-B testing yeah. is what it's all about. <laughs> so moving on to so that's that's content kind of all the mistakes we're going to cover for content moving on to technical mistakes so as you may well know by now i love sitemaps <laughs> and it's um someone several... should make a, a t-shirt yeah that'd be quite sort. cool i'd like that just uh, <laughs> it's my birthday <laughs> hint hint in, a, in two months <laughs> uh, but yeah so sitemaps so there's a couple of ways that you can make mistakes with sitemaps one is that you don't use one at all yeah. So obviously you're not telling Google, please crawl all of these pages, they're really important. And the other one is to neglect them. So perhaps you've got products or pages that you've you've added to your sitemap because you've said, yes, these definitely need to be crawled. But then once you've decided to delete those pages or say those products have gone have been discontinued Mm -hmm. you've not taken them out so google's still wasting its time crawling those pages because you've left them in the sitemap yep there are options to have when you set up a sitemap you can automate it so you can set that after every so many days it will automatically update yeah i would still double check though um like just don't leave that and think fine i'm sorted because it's automatically updating just have a quick look because it won't hurt but it will hurt if you've got a page that should be there or shouldn't be there. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, another, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. Another thing, first from a technical point of view, is your internal linking. So perhaps you've got a page which isn't being linked too much at all, or actually it's it's being linked to too much. So just be really, really careful with the internal linking that you're linking to the right pages at yeah. the right time. Um, and what I mean by that is, say for example, you've got a sales page and or a certain service that's on offer and you've decided to link to that from the homepage because you want to really up the rankings for that and it's all over say all of your other category pages, but this is maybe in the footer or something like that. And then you move on to a whole different campaign, a whole different time of year, a whole different sale perhaps, and you've still kept all of those in there. Why? You're wasting your internal linking. It's really important to get it spot on. Exactly. You don't want to waste any of that core budget. Exactly. Another point on technical is tags. So uh, first things first, canicles, canonicals. (laughs) I hate that word so much. Uh, So basically, um, yeah, issues with them. So you might have them pointing to the wrong pages and they could be hurting. So obviously you should be using canicles uh, for duplicate content issues. But if you get them wrong, then that can be just as detrimental as having duplicate content. So always, if if you're a bit of a novice, 
and you don't really get it, use them with caution. Yeah, or ask an expert. Or ask an, yeah, ask an, lots of agents ask an expert. Though, happy to try and help. Exactly, like, like mind media. <laughs> Another thing is HREF Lang tags. So I think we've mentioned a couple of times that these are a tricky beast to get right anyway. Yes. I know something really embarrassing about HREF Lang tags. Of course I do. Of course. I, I did some training on this at some point and somebody said, does that say her flange tag? <laughs> <laughs> Which I would never say normally but yeah so <laughs> oh that's gonna sit you've ruined that word I know now, I needed you? to share it because it, it ruined it for me <laughs> I say it so much and I just I'm worried that it's gonna slip out in a meeting <laughs> please do and record it <laughs> last point on technical is broken links so obviously you might URLs change yep because if you've got a site that's been around for a long time or you're in e-commerce that's changing products change or you're changing services or whatever URLs will change but Every time you do that, are you causing a broken link? If you are, are you do what are you doing about it? If it is a broken link that you want Google to forget about, obviously, if it's a broken link for long enough, Google will not index it anymore and forget yeah. about it. But you can speed up the process with a four ten. Yes, thank exactly. you. Which means gone. Which means gone. But if yeah, um, but if you can redirect it to another page, please do. But obviously be careful with redirects because that's another thing that slows down your site mm-hmm. speed. And also you can sort of link, not link, leak, link juice yes, as well. exactly. So only, so the times that you would do a redirect is say, it's, the, it's still the same product or service, but it's a different URL of some sort, then that yeah. would make sense. But yeah, I think I've explained that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and this is your favourite area, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, migrations. I love them almost think, as much as sitemaps. I think you had a bit of a headache and nightmare and... Yeah, there's been a few, worries. to be honest, in terms of migration. Migrations <laughs> are one of those things, it's almost like when you first start driving a car and you come up to a roundabout. <laughs> do I give way to left or right? I left know, or yeah. right? I do I go or do I not? To be fair, I still have to remind myself so many times. <laughs> I'd be sat at a roundabout thinking I'm giving way to you and I'm like actually no I can go and yeah. then there's that awkward moment because they think that I've let them and it's all yeah but anyway migrations <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few there's loads of stuff that can go wrong with migrations yeah but mistakes that you can make which obviously aren't going to help those things going wrong I'm just going to just touch on a couple of those the first one might seem really obvious you're going from an old website to a new website. What are you doing with those old URLs? Are you mapping yeah. them to new pages? Are you saying, okay, this page is now this page? Or are you redirecting them because actually you don't need them anymore, but there's a very similar page? Or are you just putting them straight to the home page? Or are you just going to leave them? And if yeah. you end up leaving them, chances are Google is still going to index them and crawl them. You can't just delete it and expect Google to say, okay, yeah, that's gone. Don't worry about it. It's the internet. <laughs> Things don't delete that easily. And if, you, if that does happen and you've not mapped your urls and redirected them then you could end up with duplicates of everything yeah and you'll be fighting against your old website which has got more authority than your new website because it's been on there on the internet for longer or rankings so yeah be really careful about url mapping and redirects definitely um another point on that really is if you are going to redirect an old url to a new url if those pages have completely changed so say like i say if you're going to put something to the home page it's not always the best idea it's only really if you can't redirect somewhere else and you really don't want to lose that mm. link juice um or, in, or even external links that are on one page fine redirect it that's the home page but don't do too many of them if you've completely changed that page so say for example you're selling boots and you've red boots <laughs> yeah we'll go with red boots and um 
on on your Red Boots page on your old website, it's got loads of information about boots and where they're made, what material they're made out of. And you decide you still I still need that Red Boots page, but actually I'm going to change every single thing about it. I'm going to change the image. I'm going to change all the H1s, the H2s. I'm going to change all of the text. Uh, the URL is obviously completely different. It just makes it a lot harder for Google to see that it's the same page. So if you can help it, try and change it after you've migrated. Okay. That makes sense. Because it just speeds everything up and makes far less margin for error. Yeah. Um, if you have to, it's not always a big problem, but it's always, from my experience, it's, it's a better idea to make changes after you've migrated. Yes. Because Google can say, oh, that's the same page. Welcome back to the internet. Rather than, who's this new dude? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, another point, if you've not got any benchmarking, there's mm-hmm. nothing that will make you sweat more than having a new website and somebody saying, okay, how does it compare? Are we doing okay? And if you've not benchmarked your search engine ranking positions, how many sessions you've got, page load, everything you can think of, you're not going to know what's went wrong. Yeah. If, so if something, if you've actually, you're not getting as many sessions or as many inquiries or whatever, and somebody says, okay, why not? I don't know. Yeah. So you want to sort of, yeah, you need a benchmark because without a benchmark, you just, you don't know. Exactly. Like, because the whole, like, say, for example, um, a migration has happened because you need a whole total redesign of your website or something. So you do all this, but then you haven't got anything to compare it to. So you've, yeah, so you've got this whole brand spanking new website. But then if you don't know if it's sort of performing, performing better, then yeah. I would just add a couple of things, not a couple of things, one more thing on, oh no, it is a couple of things on to migrations. So <laughs> you might be under a bit of tight deadline yeah. of sorting out your redirects and your migration and stuff like that. And you don't have enough time to do it all. I would prioritize your most important SEO. Yeah, like your redirects, for example. Yeah. 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 So that's when I would say go to something like Screaming Frog call the page and ha- like look at the pages that are like got real good SEO value yeah sort of thing or, or things like that so just prioritize what you're working on and test like like you said so that sort of links into what you said about benchmarking yeah but have a backup as well have yeah. a backup on your old site but always roll, rollback plan always after migration call your website and just make sure everything's fine there because yeah if you don't test, you don't know. Same with benchmark. And if you don't have a benchmark, then yeah. you don't know. With pretty much everything with SEO. <laughs> yes, yes, you need a benchmark. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, so those are things just not to do. And we, we keep touching on speed. So that's what I thought would be a really good topic for our little feature today. Mm-hmm. So I came across this report. It's by um, Unbounce. It's page load stats. And it's the Unbounce 2019 report's um, statistics, which was published on Search Engine Journal this week. Okay. Or I don't know what week it'll be when we actually publish this. Maybe Who next knows? Week. Who knows what um, day it is today? <laughs> Friday. Um, it is Friday. So I have got one, two, three, four, five questions to ask you. Okay. Are you ready? Always. Okay. What's this? What's the uh, forfeit going to be before we get to it? Okay. So we've had some dinner. I think we? what you should do, and feel free to, to say no. Shoot me down. Yeah. I would like you to sing me anything in an opera voice. And obviously, if I get it wrong, I'll have to sing something to you in upper voice. How about um, what, what a bit song? of Bohemian Rhapsody? Okay, I might have to have a lyrics. Boy from a poor family. Nobody. Oh, yeah, that's already getting in. Yeah, okay. we get the lyrics up and everything. If we get the lyrics up, then... Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit different. I know. Well, I thought, well, we don't want to jump around. But it See, would... seeing as it's SEO, SAS, are you going to be chucking stuff at me? Or are you yeah, going to make me that, stand yeah. outside? I'll shoot you if you like. Shoot me. <laughs> what with? 
an exploding pen <laughs> that you seem to have loads of. Anyway. <laughs> I was thinking like a Nerf gun, but... I don't have them. We have a water quickly. gun. Yeah, I'll square it with the iron, that'll do. Oh my God. It's not hard iron. It would be scolded. It's just because it's the iron Is there. the iron off or on? Uh, off. <laughs> Who knows? Right, come on, ask me. Okay, okay. <clears throat> what percentage of consumers say a website's loading time affects their willingness to buy? Is it? Hang on, this is what consumers? Yeah. So not SEO experts? No, this or... is, yeah, this is just a consumer report. Okay. So what percentage of consumers say a website's loading time affects their willingness to buy? Is it 50% of consumers? Yeah. 60%? Or seventy percent. Oh, that's not easy. No, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like ten percent or eighty percent. Fifty, sixty, or seventy? <laughs> no. You're joking, right? I uh. see. For me, if it, if it, if the site takes a long time to load, then I'm going to come off. But then, would it? I don't. I'm going to go middle of the ground and say sixty percent. Okay. Next time, bigger bigger gaps in your percentages, please. <laughs> okay, well, here's another one. It's going to be ridiculous what? by point millimetre, isn't it? What percentage of marketers say improving page speed is their top priority in 2019? Oh. Is it 3%? Is it 4%? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay, oh, 3. is it 3.5? Is it 3%, 13% or 30%? Oh. These are marketers. Yes. I'm gonna ha- like hold out for marketers and go for the highest one because okay. they should be. It's a really important factor, people. <laughs> um, how many consumers would close the tab if they encountered a slow website? Close that- the tab. Yeah, they'd be that disgusted oh. with it. They'd just close the tab. I wasn't thinking SEO. I was thinking a tab at a pub. Oh, okay. So when you first said close the tab, it's I was like, because it's this? Friday, isn't it? <laughs> Where's this going? Friday night but- podcasting. How many people would close a tab if it took too long? If, a, if they encountered a slow website. So okay. is it 9%, 22% or 31%? This is the consumer again. Yeah. I'm going to go middle of the ground. I can't tell anything with your face. You're not giving anything <laughs> we away. we got it quicker. Um, who are more patient, Android or iOS users? Um, and this is based on 11 to 30. So these percentage of people that would wait 11 to 13 seconds. Okay. Well, slowed. I... Myself, I'm an Android okay. owner. Yep. Sorry, uh, lingered for a while there. And I say I'm quite patient. Yep. So I'm going to go for the Androids. Whereas you're an iOS. iOS, I iPhone. Am, yeah. I imagine you wouldn't be so um, forgiving. No, I'm not very patient <laughs> in nature. Um, <laughs> I may be a bit too patient. <laughs> Which probably makes you quite good for SEO, to be fair. But, <laughs> yeah. Things can take a while to work. Um <laughs> What percentage of consumers would be willing to give up animation and video for faster load times? Is it... Hang on, hang on, say that again. What percentage of... Consumers. Consumers. Would be willing to give up animation and video for faster load times? Well, it's got to be the higher. Well, is it 30%? Yeah. 50%? Yeah. Or 60%? Hang on, though, but people do like a video... Especially yeah. if it's like a how-to or a product guide. Um, I'm going to go to the lower end because I'm going to say that consumers want it all. They want a fast site, but then they also want stuff that's amazing. So 30%. Yeah. So they want it all. They want a fast site, but they can go on and everything's there for them. It's a nice idealistic way to view the world. Well, now I'm saying that they're a pain in the arse because <laughs> they want everything. They want it fast and they want it all. 
I can't okay. have it fast and all. Are you ready for the answers? Oh, is that? Oh, yes. It's only five, yeah. Okay. Um, so what percentage of consumers say websites loading time affects their willingness to buy? You said 60%. It was actually 70 I don't so think you gave him that option. <laughs> Don't remember, 50, 60 or 70. Um, yeah, so 70% of people would be put off buying, potentially, if your oh. website was slow. And do you know what? I would too, because the amount of times a page is, is timed out on basket when I'm checking out, or it's checked out and I don't know if it's actually paid taking my details. So yeah, I'm a bit worried about that too. Um, the second one was, what percentage of marketers say improving page speed is it their top priority for 2019? You are far too nice to your fellow, fellow marketers. You said 30%, the answer was three. No, yeah, what are they? What are Marketers, they not on? just SEOs. Oh, that's where I got. You threw me off the scent there. <laughs> I know. Well, it's the report, not me, but yeah. How many consumers would close the tab if they encountered a slow website? You said 22%, and you were bang on. Yes, me. So I've got one right so yes. far. So I need to get the other two right, and then I'm not doing up. <laughs> yeah. Um, who are more patient, Android or iOS users? And you were completely right. Android. We are more patient. So apparently, those wait uh, eight. Well, those happy to wait 11 to 13 seconds. 61% of Android users compared to 36% of iOS. All I'll say is we all know the moral of the story of the to- tortoise and the hare. The tortoise. The tortoise. <laughs> the turtle and the tortoise. They mated, and then they created a tortoise. <laughs> And then there was a hair. I had it so like tortoise, <laughs> turtle, tortoise. Tur- oh, I can't even oh, say it. Carry on. You know what I mean. <laughs> I can't look at you. It's just making me laugh. Okay, and the last one. <clears throat> what percentage of consumers would be willing to give up animation and video for hang faster on, load on. times? Before you say it, this is the decider, isn't it? Yeah, right. Decider. So you said thirty percent. Actually, 50% of people would be happy to get rid of video and animation for faster loading. So what was... That's not the high... What, so you that said... That was the next highest. <sighs> so you're very, very close, and I was sweating slightly at the thought of singing. Um, but yeah. So have I really got to do this? Yeah. So Bohemian Rhapsody. Do you, you know how long it's taken us to grow our listeners? <laughs> Listener base. And now they're going to have to... Right. Bohemian Rhapsody lyrics. I am searching... On my Mac right now because I'm not consistent. Okay, I have an Android, but then I've got a Mac. <laughs> I'm so flaky. <laughs> Slightly impatient occasionally. Okay. I believe you're making me do this. I'm not going to do the whole song. No, no, just this is start. Maybe the first verse. The first verse. Yeah. Do we told you Mac? All right. Why don't Why don't I do five lines? Okay, go for that. Because a verse is very long time for people to listen. I think to we're see. all very happy with five lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be operatic. <laughs> Is this real life? Is this just fantasy? That's not even the right, like, whatever you call it. Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. This isn't operatic, I don't know what this is. Open your eyes, look up to the sky and see. If you want to join in with me at any time, Hannah. I'm just... I'm singing the whole verse. I'm just a poor boy. No. I'm just a poor... Well, how does that bit go? I'm just a poor boy. I'm going to stop now. I'll sign you five, my five lines. Oh, deal. Ted. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Yes. Um, if you would like to get in touch with Sarah for more of her beautiful singing, you can email her. Please, no more requests. <laughs> at Sarah. I'm not a performing monkey. <laughs> Sarah at likemind.media. Ooh. Or tweet her some appreciation at Sarah McDuck. <laughs> Sarah MCDUK. 
Mm-hmm. Or talk to both of us on um, at SEO underscore SAS on yes. Twitter. And if you'd like to leave us a review, please don't mention Sarah's singing in there. <laughs> don't review my singing because that's not what the podcast is about. Although it was wonderful and delightful and it's made my day. <laughs> I think we've lost pretty much 50% of our uh, listener base now. But anyway, uh, yes, please share us. Tell, tell your friends. Thank you for this. I think I think that's, that's it. Yeah. We really need Thank to say. Thank you very much for listening. Yes. Cool. Ciao.